I'm Sadie and I'm so obsessed with love that I literally had to make a podcast about it. But you know what? I've realised that everybody loves love. We've all got a story to tell, we've all been through bad experiences and I'm just here to talk honestly about everything. The good, the bad, the icks, the desperate, the STIs. Believe me, there's never any holding back on the pod. It is a judgment-free zone. So come join me every Tuesday and let's share the love. Hey guys and welcome back to Love What Luck. Hope you all had a good week. I've had a good one this week. Um, I mean honestly I can't even remember the actual weekdays at this point. Was it my first week back after Easter this week? Yes it was and actually wasn't as bad as I thought. I think on my last episode I was saying like how I felt like I needed a longer break and stuff. Like lol always. But actually I think last week it was like one of those things where like the break obviously has a good effect on you without you even realizing you know because I wasn't like severely depressed last week so that's good because I really thought I would be like coming off of Easter and a long weekend um but no it's been good I went out on Saturday we did a bottomless brunch at Crazy Pizza which I'd recommend super fun by the way they come out and like flip the dough and make the pizza and the food was good and the drinks and then from there well we just continued to drink to be fair until the fury fight in the night so can I just say we started at the bottomless brunch at 12 p.m I literally got up got ready and went I didn't even have breakfast I hadn't even had a full bottle of water so the first thing that I ate was a piece of arancini and a glass of champagne and I just feel like that is a recipe for disaster it's like I knew it would be and I was scared about it but I did nothing for it to be less of a disaster than it was and oh my god I was so drunk <laughs> I feel like I was the drunkest out of everyone and I would like go years I pretty much got my whole life saying to people that I can handle my drink and like I'm a really good drinker. No, I'm quite clearly not, or at least not anymore. I was so drunk. I mean, I managed to stay awake the whole day and the whole night until the fight, which like is a miracle because usually I fall asleep. Um, Yeah, I did it and lasted all night. But let me tell you, oh my word, the hangover that I had yesterday was honestly another level it was another level of hangover I couldn't even straighten my body I was walking around with a hunchback literally I couldn't straighten my back I couldn't like hold my body weight up I had the full-on shakes oh my god it was rough Matt was like, right, come on, we have to go to Big Tesco, like, get out there, like, do something, go and get food. Well, I must have still been drunk, I think, to even think that I was able to do it. I went in the shower. I, I, I was just, I can't even explain how bad it was. No, like I've said before, I used to have sit-down showers when I'm hungover. I couldn't even get my body to the floor. I called Matt into the bathroom. I was like, babe, you're going to have to come and, and just be here for emotional and moral support. And look, I'm not going to lie. I have asked him to do that before. 
maybe when I'm not even hungover because when you're in the showers, just like the only time you're fully alone with your thoughts, isn't it? And sometimes those thoughts are nice and lots of the times they can be productive and they can be where tears are born. But sometimes it's a dark place to be and the state of me yesterday, I was like, I need you, you in the bathroom with me. And thank God he came because he saved my life. I don't even know what I did, but I slipped and I almost fell out of the bath. Like not even, I wouldn't even have fallen like into the bath and in the shower. I almost fell out onto the stone floor. He caught me. He was like, I think I just like gripped my neck. (laughs) Because he like caught me coming out of the shower. He was like, "What, what just happened? I was like, I don't know. I'm not fully in control of my limbs. I put shampoo on my hair and I couldn't even condition it because I was like, I can't hold my arms up long enough to go through that again. So I did what I had to do. I got up, managed to go to Pig Tesco somehow with wet hair and a hoodie on zipped up with no top underneath. I was like, can't even believe I'm walking around like this. Although to be fair, Literally no one batted an eyelid. I didn't even get one double take. So what does that tell you? <laughs> I think it means that we live in a rough area, does it? I don't know. Um, or maybe it means that nothing faces people anymore. But big Tesco on a Sunday, nobody gave one F about me walking around wet hair. So that was good. But oh my God, I was literally comatose. We watched films all day. I managed to get Matt to watch um, an episode of the Kardashians. It was so funny because he started off like he was on his phone and like because we'd watched films and stuff I feel like it was just that little bit of breathing time um and I could tell he was you know he was all right with being on his phone and stuff so I was like now's my time you've been dying to watch the new Kardashians so I was like should I just put the Kardashians on he's like yeah yeah it's fine and then like when he starts like he doesn't want to be into him and slowly but surely he was like so who's she with now I was like, oh, that's Courtney. She's with Travis Barker. Okay. And and whose kids are they? And then gradually it was like all the all of the like drama and the details. And I was like, you're into it. And I think I can get him to watch another episode for sure. Um, but yeah, anyway, no, I know I didn't need to open this podcast telling how bad my hangover was, but also I feel like I do because I feel like I really went through something yesterday. And I've come through the other side and I'm back and yeah, I kind of feel like a new person. But needless to say, I had a fun night. Please come and tell me what you're up to because I love the little Love Outlet community and I actually had a few messages this week. I had like a message um, last week, I think it was, or the week before, um, basically asking advice about whether or not she should message this guy and then on Saturday was like oh Sid (laughs) when they shaped on Saturday I drank text him like after they finished um which like haven't we all been there oh my god when I was single like in my peak single phase and by peak I mean like messy single phase like when I just moved to London and I was just like living my best goddamn single life oh I used to wake up the next day I mean (laughs) the anxiety of having blackouts and looking at my phone and being like who did I text last night who did I ring I would be like (laughs) sexting in the club um 
uh, there would be like messages like did you call me I'd be like mate I don't know did I because <laughs> sometimes I used to do it and then like block them well not not block them but I mean I have done that as well <laughs> but like I would delete them like if I sent a bad drunk text sometimes I would delete them that same night so then I'd wake up in the morning and they would say like on whatsapp this message has been deleted and they would be like well did you write and I'd be like I don't know and it's for the best that I can't remember because if I've deleted it that means that even drunk me knew it was embarrassing so all being there let me know your stories I've also had another one um who's going on a first date on Thursday so I'm hoping by next week we have some juicy stories from that because we all love a good story after a first date don't we like I live from so yeah come and tell me any of your gossip any of your worries because a problem shared is a problem halved and yeah I feel like we can get some good advice going on Instagram and on the little love what luck community is the only word I can think of it (laughs) um so yeah, come and let me know what you've been up to. Also, can I just say, I'm out on Saturday in Crazy Pizza. I'm drunk, ofs. And this girl comes over. She's on a hen party. So she's got like a veil on. She's all in white. Um, they're all having obviously a super fun time. And she's talking to one of the guys. So we went out literally three couples. So she's talking to one of the guys. Then she starts talking to Matt. And then the guy she's been speaking to before whispers in my ear and says, oh, um, I think she's going to try and chat Matt up because she just was speaking to me. I told her that I'm engaged. Bear in mind, there's literally six of us, three boys, three girls. So I think you would have thought it's quite obvious they're all together, yeah? Obvious, well, whatever. Maybe not. Maybe she just didn't give a fuck. Um and basically he said that he was engaged and then she said oh well who's your friend and pointing at Matt (laughs) I'm sorry mistake number one is telling me that when I'm drunk that's mistake number one if you hadn't told me I would have seen him talking I wouldn't have thought anything of it because let's not forget this girl had a veil on she was on her hen party would I ever have thought that she was trying to chat two of the guys up in our group absolutely not I thought she was just out having a good friendly chatty time so being the petty bitch that I am I went over and every question she was asking Matt I was answering I can't even remember what she was saying now but something about like I can't I literally can't remember but I was answering I like mostly like mm-hmm, yes yes he's fine he's fine so petty but can you believe the audacity of that like, to go up to two guys that are there with their girlfriends, like, one of them's literally engaged, and on a Hindu, like, I, I'm shook. And then afterwards, she was, like, trying to speak to the girls, like, us again. We were, like, respectfully, please leave us alone and our mans. Um, but, yeah, obviously it got me thinking. And then, it was actually coincidentally, I saw an article about... People that flirt in monogamous relationships. And I was like, wow, what an interesting concept. So it was this article written by a girl, right? And I'm going to quote her out. She's basically, she was in a house party and she was like flirting with this guy, like really, really heavily. 
and he was telling her like her top was nice and stuff and she said like quote unquote that she felt like the main character and then she said it's not that I'm unhappy I adore my life with my husband and our dog and it's not that I have any intention of taking those long looks any further it's just that sometimes I crave the kind of spark that can only be found with a new connection like holy shit one I can kind of on the base level I can kind of see where she's coming from because the start of summer is like always the most exciting in it and actually this happened when I spoke to um my friend and I was asking him if he'd got a girlfriend which he has and he was like oh I love her but I, I don't think like I'm in love with her anymore and like I don't see her going anyway and I said but why like I'd never even heard him say that he loved somebody before so I was like that's a really good thing and he was like I just feel like the spark has gone like I'm not the excitement isn't there and then I was like yeah but that just means that it doesn't go it's just like changing into a different kind of love isn't it like we all know that like the feeling that you get when you first start dating somebody to like a year two years wherever down the line is obviously different but that doesn't mean that you're not in love with them anymore it just means that just changing and then he was like yeah but do you still get excited when your boyfriend comes home and I was like yeah actually I do but it's not like well, no, to be fair, I do still get really excited when I see him. But, well, I mean, we all know what it's like, yeah. It's just, it's just different levels. And, I mean, for this woman, she's been married. So, she's obviously, like, fully settled in her relationship. And she's never going to get that feeling of that you get when you flirt with somebody new. So, I can kind of get that on the base level. But, like, I think there's lines, isn't there? You know, like maybe that bride, she was just flirting and, you know, there was no intention behind it. But I think it's a little bit of a sticky, sticky little corner because I think everybody flirts a little bit, kind of, don't they? It's just like, and even in that article it was saying, like, it's just human nature. It's just like a form of communication and it is in, like, I don't know, you can make, like, a little joke, can't you? Like, people make sex jokes and whatever. And that's, you know, okay. But I think if you, like, flirt with a stranger... Like, if I was out now and I, like, heavily flirted with a guy, I would feel bad at the end to tell my I had a boyfriend. Because, for me, if you're, like, heavily flirting with a stranger, you're doing it to pull. Like... Well, that's what I think, anyway. If you're, like, giving your time and you're flirting, and the goal afterwards is to pull them. So, in the same way, if I was single and I spent, like, however long, like an hour all night really flirting with this guy, and then at the end he was like, okay, I'm going now, I've got a girlfriend, I'd be like, oh, my God, you disgusting pig. And, you know, if I ever felt like my boyfriend was doing that, disgusting. So, like, where's, where's the lines of, like, <laughs> harmless flirt? And then, can you take it too far when you flirt? And then you're, like, actually, you know, with them? And basically, in the article, there were, like, all different levels of flirting. There was, like, I can't remember what they were all called, but it was basically, like, what I just said, like, flirting just as, like, a form of communication and just, like, a little bit of banter. 
flirting with intention. And then there was also one um, flirting to like boost your ego and to like make you feel desired, which I thought was very interesting. So I read this quote before. Actually, no, I didn't read it. I think it was on a podcast that I listened to. And she said that like sometimes relationships like mirror what you can't always see. So it's like if you're insecure, which I think that is, like if you if you wanna feel desired, it kind of stems from an insecurity, don't know. If you're feeling like that and you're acting like out like that, like flirting with somebody, like to get attention then obviously that's what's mirrored in your relationship and then if you saw your partner doing that because you're insecure I just think it would cause so many problems like I can't believe that people go ahead with it but then in the same article it said that um basically if you find flirting threatening you're insecure and I was like all right mate well <laughs> count me in then because I don't want to see my boyfriend flirt in front of somebody. Although, to be fair, if I'd just seen Matt and that girl on Saturday, I wouldn't have thought anything of it. It's only because Matt's friend literally said that she was going to try and chat him up and I was drunk. And if I was sober, I wouldn't even have said anything. But because I was drunk, I was like, mm-hmm, no, no. <laughs> I'm so sassy after a drink. Like, it's an issue. But, yeah, like, where's... Where's the line? But I think obviously it comes down to like trust. If you really trust your partner. Like I've been in relationships before where I've just felt like so, so secure. That like them flirting with somebody would actually be like a bit of an inside joke for us. Do you get me? Like oh my god like they actually think you've got a chance. But like it would be like... Which I don't know, might sound fucked up to some people, but <laughs> I think it just depends on your security in the relationship and in yourself, ultimately. And also about communication with your partner. Like, if you really don't like seeing your partner flirt, then you have to tell him, don't know, and you've got to be vulnerable, which is, like, all what love is, which is, like, madness, isn't it? Isn't it crazy? Like, when you meet somebody, you just, like... You are just so vulnerable, especially, like, when you fall in love. You just become really vulnerable. And, like, if something bothers you, you have to let them know it bothers you. And then that, like, dents your ego a little bit. And, oh, my God, it's just... It is just crazy, isn't it? But, yeah, that's what it's about. Or if you really like flirting, then you need to communicate that to your partner and be like, look, I'm never going to cheat on you. I'm just going to let this guy think, think that he can bang me for the night I mean crazy though I yeah who knows also completely completely unrelated right but I listen to um I've been listening to Jamie Lang's podcast quite a lot like I've always thought he's quite funny and now in work like I've gone from listening to um well, to be fair, I still listen to Stephen Bartlett's podcast, but I've gone from listening to heavy or heavily focused positive mindset podcasts, which like used to be the only thing that got me through the day, to now trying a different technique where I mix it up 
and I just put something funny on, something light-hearted, something that makes me laugh. So I think it's helping, but stay tuned, I'll let you know. I think we need the mixture of both, yeah. Anyway, I've been listening to Jamie Lang's podcast, and he just said this really, really sweet story about his nan, and I just wrote it down, and I was like, I have to share this. It's got absolutely no relation to anything, but please just enjoy it. He said that when she was younger, she met a guy in the army, I think he was, and she shook his hand, and she said that she felt like it was electric, like she felt the electricity. And she used to tell him, she never go with a guy, she used to tell him that if ever he finds something like that, never let it go. Because it's so rare that you might live your whole life where you don't even experience that. And he said that she died at 94, she wasn't even a spiritual person or anything. But she always said that story about um, the guy that she met with the handshakes, like... For me, I just find that mind-blowing. It's like another level of when you know, you know, when when you actually get, like, the physical reactions. Yeah, and I was actually... I went for dinner with my friend tonight, and I hated that I'm not talking about when you know, you know again, because it always comes up. But, yeah, she was saying the same thing about, like, stories of people, like, and how they met, and, you know, how they just, like, knew... But then she was like, imagine you're married with somebody and you've been married like however long and then you meet somebody out and that like electric thing happens. Like then you're in shit's creek, can you? And I know that that's common. I know what happened to one of like somebody that Matt knows was married and then just like met somebody else and was like just knew that that's who they wanted to be with. It happened to my uncle and auntie as well actually. Like, that shit's scary, isn't it? That's why you have to be 100% sure before you marry someone. But then you could be, and the other person might not be. Just not worth thinking about, is it? I'm not even going to keep talking about it. It's not the energy that we need or want or want to attract on Love Hot Lux. I'm just going to nip that in the bed. Um, I can actually... I, I know I usually do it at the end, but... I feel like I'll just bring it in now to lift up the mood. This week's love story, just a little quick one that somebody on TikTok messaged me, which I just love because that's literally what I've been wanting on TikTok to happen. People start telling me their stories. So I was super excited when it came through. Basically, this woman met a guy on a dating app, went out with him, And they discovered, after talking for a bit, that they'd lived in the same area as each other for years. And she'd even lived in his nan's old house without realising. And both their families knew each other from before they were even born. So it's like, it feels as if like they were always going to meet at some point, but they never met in person. They only met when the universe decided that they were ready and they met in a dating app, and now they've been together six years, they're engaged, and they got a child. Like, is that just not the cutest little one? I loved it. If you've got a nice love story, obviously come and tell me. Um, And also, I had another message this week, and basically, she was just asking my advice. She said she went on a date Friday, and she hasn't heard from him. What should she do? So, for reference, today is Monday, that's all weekend. 
Now, whether or not this is the right advice, I don't know, but I know for sure I would not be messaging him. I just wouldn't. I I have problems with it because I really, really struggle to message somebody, like first, just generally. So I know I'm not the best person to ask. Like, if you ever want an answer saying text him, fuck it. It's probably not going to come from me. And I know that girls can text first. Like, the way my friend met her boyfriend, this is years ago, but she did made all the first moves, and I, she would ask me, I'd be like, no, don't, don't. But she made all the first moves, and it worked for them, and fine. But if, like, quote-unquote normal dating rules where the guy's asked for your number, the guy's asked you out, he's taken you out, and then you don't hear from him for two days. For me, no, I wouldn't bother. Because guys are forward, especially in that starting phase, like when they're trying to gay you, and it's like the chase, vomit, <laughs> that word, but it's true, yeah. When a guy's in there, he's messaging again. And I think the timing is crucial. If you don't want to risk being ghosted after a date I think you have to get in there the next morning or the same night get in there straight away and say I had such a good night let's do it again or again that's easy to be ghosted you can say had such a good night shall we do it again do that by all means but I think when it goes on for two days for me I'm out no I'm done because it's just an ego thing for me I just think well if you want me that bad you'll make sure that you're seeing me again. You'll make sure that I'm not going to go with somebody else or I'm not going to be put off by you. So my advice is don't text. And also boys are just like easy to manoeuvre like at the start. Like if if they've done you from you, they probably more chance from texting you. I don't know. Am I making that up? Maybe if there's any boys listening, let me know. But... Yeah, that's my advice, don't text. I will put it on a poll. If you'd have a nude from your date after two days, would you message them first? I'll put it on a poll and see what you guys think. Come and let me know. Um, but yeah, that's it this week, guys. Hope you enjoyed. If you've got any topic you want to hear from me, come and let me know. And yeah, come give me a follow. All the usual shit, guys. All the stuff's in the show notes. And, yeah, hope you all have a good week. I'm going to Manchester on the weekend. And to say that I'm fearful after the bottomless brunch situation would be an understatement. I literally said to Matt, do not buy me drinks in the night. Don't buy them for me. I don't need them. If I insist on getting one, give me a soft drink and don't put the spirit in it. I will never know... I cannot be hangover like I was again. And I just can't be filled with self-loathing. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll obviously <laughs> let you know how I get on. Come follow me on Instagram if you want to see um, what I get up to. I'm actually really excited because I've never been to Manchester. So, yeah, should be fun. I hope you all have a good one. And I'll speak to you soon. Bye.